Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Joel Pavone and Sean Dutra. Yep. We finally made it, gentlemen. We're here. About time. Meaningful basketball games are back. Celtics versus the Bucks. What a way to get things started. We'll talk about that matchup. Of course, we'll talk about... The Celtics JV team that we saw Tuesday night. Mm. And what we can get from that, maybe throughout these eight seeding games, maybe we'll get some uh, production, solid production from these young guys. We'll talk about it. And we got a special guest, guys. Very, very special guest here. We got Bob Ryan joining us on Causeway Street. Been waiting patiently here on the phone line. We appreciate it. Bob Ryan, legendary writer. I mean, this guy... He's been described as the quintessential American sports writer, basketball guru. I I can't thank you enough, Bob. Thank you for joining us. You're totally welcome. <laughs> Not a bad intro, though, right, Bob? The one, the one you I like that. I would have, uh, I would have, I, you know, you know what they say that we're in a world of political endorsements. I, I endorse that introduction. There, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you'd be a little more excited. But anyways, anyways, Bob, let's move on. Let's get into the Celtics team because uh, we saw the young guys get get plenty of action here against a top team like the Houston Rockets. And uh, there's a few takeaways I have, especially uh, for the for the front court. Grant Williams, Robert Williams. I mean. Uh, I think those two guys could could play a part here in these next eight games. But, Bob, what do you think? Which one of these young guys has jumped out to you, uh, at least this early? I'm not writing uh, anything into last night's fact. When I tuned in, I was unaware that the plan was to sit all the regulars. Me and you both, Bob. only going to be the irregulars or the, you know, the, the backups. Clearly, the guy that we focus on is Grant Williams. Um, because from, from the time he came last year, with, with the, um, the pedigree that he had, uh, and, and, and this, the skill set, the, the personal, uh, demeanor, uh, he's been a, a kid that you, you had your eye on, that you were counting on to be a contributor. And of course, he, he's shown, he, he looked the best of anybody last night. Uh, forget about the fact that they, 
they made uh, Jim Harden look like, you know, all world, all planet, all universe, all galaxy. And I'm not worried about that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I didn't realize what was going on, guys, until this morning. I mean, I, I saw a 77-point uh, first half. I said, oh, I bet Brad's not happy with that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Brad didn't give a damn about whatever whatever the score was last night. That was never the point. Never, never, never. So the answer to your question is Grant Williams, okay? I th- I'm, I'm counting on him to be a, a significant contributor this year. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Bob. I, I turned on last night expecting to see Tatum and Brown versus Westbrook and Harden, and I was like, oh, man, this is not what I expected. But, you know, I, I, I guess you got to see how the kids play because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, injuries, Gordon Hayward leaving with his kid. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make sure that they, they get the experience too. But, uh, what is your take on this, this bubble basketball experiment, experiment to this point? We've had three scrimmages about to start off. How are you, uh, digesting these games, I guess? And, uh, mm. how does it well, feel, how they, felt they, so they far? Come into this situation third in the East, uh, three behind Toronto, nine and a half behind Milwaukee. They're not gonna, you know, we're not worried about that. I think the issue is to preserve the third spot. 3-6 at the moment would, would be Brooklyn. And, and I like that, you know, if that, that's where it was going to be. But I know that the format's different. Look, people are identifying our, our quarter team as a, as a contender. And, and they are. They're a sec, but to me, they're a second tier contender. You have to draw a line after Toronto. Milwaukee clearly has been the best team in the East. Toronto, Second best team, but six and a half behind Milwaukee. Mm. There's, a, there's a gap, mm-hmm. another three game gap be, before we get to the, to the uh, Celtics. I just want to, you know, preserve them so that uh, they, they maintain their position. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, this whole thing is different. We all know that the format's different, the circumstances are different. Eight games here to determine all this stuff. Uh, I, I don't feel any differently about the Celtics than I did before. This whole thing happened, which is, uh, they are a second tier in my mind contender. You know, I, I, I like them. Uh, I, and the big question that everybody's having, of course, is that the way Tatum came into the break was as a star, a major star, a superstar. Yep. yep. If that's the Tatum we're going to get, can we, can he get right back to where he was entering this COVID 19? Well, that, then that kind of guy can carry you a long way. That's an elite player. That, that, that's a, uh, you know, I don't know what numerical you want to put him in the East, but that's one of the best players in the, in the East and in the league. If that's the guy we have forever and ever, then that's a leader that, that they can le- rely on. And, and of course, that's not all they have, obviously. But, uh, the other thing, of course, is whether it's the status of Kemba Walker's knee mm. and how much can we count on Kemba Walker. And, we, and we've got to have him at a high level to go far in all this thing. So they're, they're like, are you putting pressure on them? I'm not. I like for them. I love, I, and I'm rooting for them, but you know, if they, if they, if they can uh, survive in the playoffs, to, such as they are, fine. But I'm not putting all the pressure on them in my mind. But I'm happy to root for this team. So you brought up Tatum, Bob. Uh, you've covered the Celtics for a very long time. When was the last time you seen a guy have this type of, you know, ascendance to, you know, where he mm-hmm. was before the break in his first three years? Any okay. comparisons you see? Yeah, um, people will probably think I'm going to say Pierce, but not true. Pierce had to battle Antoine for mm-hmm. supremacy. Yeah, I remember the that. Who he, that. That whose ascendancy most reminds me of at this point in his career is Mikhail, because mm-hmm. he never was going to be Larry. He was right. never going to be, and there hasn't been another Larry. 
but he became a special entity of his own. Although Tatum is not the same player, obviously. He's got more range of skill, frankly, than Kevin had. Kevin did what he did. That low post play was so special. And, and we haven't seen anything like it, by the way, since he retired in 1993 in the entire league. There's never been another Kevin McHale. But that's okay. That's not the point. Uh, the great players all have their own mark. And, and, and Jason Tatum's got his own mark. Uh, but that's the answer to your question is in this, this stage of his career. Right. The, the guy who, you know, it would be McHale. Before him, of course, was Bird, but Bird, by the second year, you know, had gotten there. Yeah, he's... But that's Larry Bird. Right. I'm not putting that kind of pressure on him. <laughs> but I'll put it, tell you this, I think he can become an all-time great player, and, and, and I think he's got the skill set to do that, and I mean, and Max had to do it. But he's not quite there yet. But that guy we saw the last half a dozen or so games going into the cessation of play, that was a hell of a player. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, 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 I'm, I'm the biggest Tatum supporter you can find out there, and I, I was even surprised by the type of growth he had over those two months. It was encouraging because, because he had a setback the second year after the first year. Yeah, you can. It was definitely, he did the Kyrie setback, the way right? We all thought he would. And, you know, you want to lay the blame on Kyrie. I know now it's, it's, it's cheap to say, oh, it wasn't all Kyrie's fault. No, it wasn't all Kyrie's fault. But guess what? He hurt the young players. Oh, yeah. And the one who responded quicker, was Brown. But Brown is a special mental set. I mean, we're so privileged to have Brown on our team, believe me. Uh, but you know what? You can't put X player's head on X player's body. Every one of them, they are who they are. And, and if you put Brown's head on, on, on Tatum's body, um, you, you, you might have, you know, one of the hands, something else. But you don't. And I'm not yeah. knocking Tatum. I'm not, but this is Brown is a, is extremely, forthright, intelligent young man. Tatum is very intelligent, but he ain't Brown. And, and yeah. but Brown doesn't have Tatum's full spread of skills. That's the way life goes, you know? You put those two together, if they got those two combine their talents together, oh my God. But that's not the way it works. Yeah, if only we had Dr. Frankenstein over here, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, are you worried at all about Kemba Walker? Do uh, you have any, any concerns about him going forward into the seeding games and obviously the playoffs? Well, you got to worry. You gotta be concerned. You gotta be wary, you know, because, uh, you would love to have thought that he would have walked, come into where this stage 100% healthy with no worries whatsoever. Well, they're babying him. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not, that's not a criticism. They're, they're, they're being very protective and very cautious, which means there's still something to worry about. So I'm not, yeah, I'm worried. If, if, because if he's not a, if he's not, what he could be, what he can be, where we, what he is when he's completely healthy, that's a different matter. But if he is, then I am ecstatic because, you know, uh, that trade-off of getting Kyrie and his issues for this guy, I mean, I'll take that a hundred times. Yeah. So to piggyback on that, on that question, Bob, um, Brad Stevens had a really interesting quote today and, um, it was, he was on the 985 Sports Hub. And he was asked about Kemba Walker's knee. And maybe I'm looking too into this. Maybe you can help me out here a little bit, Bob. But Brad Stevens said that right now, Kemba Walker's knee is just as good as it was back in September. Now, some people may take that as, oh, that means he's great. He's good to go. This is all strictly precautionary. But the way I'm digesting it, Bob, is maybe his knee wasn't, maybe there was something there in September and it got worse. And now that's such a being extra precaution, you know, they're taking the, the proper measures because they're thinking, well, 
in December, let's say, for example, right? In December, January, that thing really flared up. So let's try to avoid that and let's get the best Kemba we can heading into the postseason. But I, I don't know, Bob. I, I'm thinking that maybe a minor procedure or, or something. I, I'm seeing Kemba Walker going under the knife at least, you know, right after this playoffs is done. Yeah, I'm worried. I mean, I want to see it. I'm, I'm, going, I'm taking a very cautious show-me attitude. You know, and that's why I'm, I'm withholding, you know, uh, I'm not getting overly excited about what they might be able to accomplish because they can accomplish what we would all like them to accomplish without a really functional, healthy uh, Kemper. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, the way things are in the Boston sports climate right now, with, with the Red Sox being what they are, Given their issues, Ugh. the Patriots. <laughs> oh my God! You know, with, 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 the, with the defections, uh, etc. With the you know, with the Bruins in a passion act situation, no. and now the Celtics. We got questions all over the place. What so happened? As, as a Boston sports fan, take a deep breath and don't expect too much. Is that is that not a reasonable approach? You know, maybe it's not our year. You know, and we, we just sit back and take what comes. You know, and, and then accept the reality of what you got physically with these teams. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm worried about. I'm, I'm not totally convinced that Kyrie's ready to, to be the Kyrie that we need. We need that guy. But then again, I don't expect to win anyway. I mean, quite frankly, the Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee's thing to blow, and, and if they don't, and, and then maybe Toronto. And I'll tell you, you know, there's this in the East. I don't think anybody else in the East is, is a major threat. I respect Indiana. Uh, I know Miami's a kind of sticky. You know what team I'm curious about, though? Philadelphia. I mean, now that That's the, the Simmons mark. is back, they're putting him at four. I don't care what they call it. Four, three, two, or one. He's still Simmons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this, this, I, I don't care. But if he's going to make some threes and be a different player, because they're talking about four. I don't get this. I don't get it at all. I want to see it. You know, I mean, he should have the ball in his hands. Who's going to have it if he doesn't have it? So, you know, but I'm curious about them. Because I worry about Embiid, he scares the crap out of me. He's really good. I mean, he's a you know he's a little loony. He's a social media freak, but boy, can he play! So I think Philly's the the one to worry about to sneak up. That's the one. I mean, Philly in my book has always been the wild card because when when they put the when they made that Horford move and they replaced they basically replaced, which is crazy to think, but you replace Jimmy Butler without Horford. <laughs> Honestly, and you haven't been there. It's like what that that's a crazy that's a crazy like trade off. You know what I mean? And it, but the oh, talent's yeah. still there. But can they put it together? Can they? And I might. And but you have a, a very peculiar player who's a key player in a, in, a, in a manner. I mean, I've been around this thing a long time, fifty plus years. But the idea of a guy like Simmons is something new because the game has changed. Threes paramount. He doesn't shoot threes. Suddenly now, maybe he will. And he he's got point guard skills at six nine, throw down a three. He's just who he is. We you know we come to accept that. Now they're talking a four. I don't get it. But I'm I want to see them play. I'm really curious. Yeah. But I, cause I, before I even heard about this whole four nonsense, um, I was identifying them as a team that that I was most interested in seeing how they're going to play. You know, because of his health. You know, as we know that when when the break came, Simmons wasn't healthy. Well, now he's got plenty of time to get healthy, and suddenly they're going to re- they're going to re- reinvent him. So more than ever, they're the mystery test, and I do think they're the team to watch, and and just out of curiosity, I do think it's pretty funny that they put him at the four, quote unquote four, and now it's the first time we've ever seen him try to attempt attempt three pointers. 
It's like I mean, hard to stretch. We got, look how the game has evolved. Kevin McHale was a four. Uh, yeah, Duncan right, right. Was a four. Carl Malone was a four. Yes. We knew what a four was, right? Yeah. And now, now we get, then we get somebody gets stretched four. All right. Well, just, and now we get this. Well, this? To be fair, Tatum or Hayward's are four. So yeah, 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 yeah I don't it know is. What this yeah. is. And Hayward's on a bench. They can shoot. I mean, I hey, and and Brown's got a precarious situation as coach. They're they're like the most intriguing team in the whole East. I'm sorry, they really are. Yeah, yeah. The East will be the East will be interesting. I think I I don't I don't see a ton of shakeup in the in the seedings in the eight games, it. but I, I do think the playoffs how, how they're going to break out. Yeah, I, because right now you know. We're looking, and of course, the Celtics in the, in the, you know, the old days, the 3-6, they would have Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is a mess. You know, the, Brooklyn's lucky they can put a team on the floor. <laughs> Brooklyn's best players, uh, and the, and the injuries. Uh, it's all Crawford but, right now. You know, but, you know that, that, that may not matter. But Philly, <laughs> Philly is a wild card beyond belief right now. Absolutely. But you know what? I love it. That's kind of fun. That makes this thing even more interesting. So, we got the NBA bubble, and as you can see, we, we've heard, uh, MLBs having issues, uh, the NHL. Is the NBA the only, uh, league right now doing it the right way? And how long do you see this, uh, lasting beyond you know, this season and so forth? Well, I'll say this. They're the beneficiary of a circumstance, which is they can, they can get a bubble. Uh, obviously baseball can't get a bubble. Obviously football can't get a bubble. Hockey's got two, if you will. And we'll see how that works out in Toronto and Edmonton. But no, but they got the one, and, and they're, you know, with, with a couple of deviants, Holmes, and of course, Lou Williams, you know, forever being Lou Williams, you know. But, <laughs> you know, you really, that, I mean, real quick. You, I mean Doc, you take I mean, Lou Williams? Such an, by the way, Lou Williams is one of the most intriguing players of my lifetime. <laughs> I, I, I speak up to me a couple of years ago, <laughs> a year ago. My God, we might, he might have to be going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he, he's, he's so incredible coming off the bench. <laughs> stuff he does. Meanwhile, you know, he does what he does the other day. Okay. Yeah, he comes off the uh, bench, he comes, you know, that's what yeah, he wants. But anyway, yeah. um, the NDA so far so good, you know, with that. We'll see if it works. Uh, you know, the, the others travel, you know, and, and football and got started. I, I think football's crazy, and college football's utterly crazy. It ain't gonna work. Period. I'm telling you, I, I don't believe that gonna work. But uh, hockey, we'll see. See, they got two, they got two spots. Um, we'll see how people react. And, and football's got a long way to go. It's, it's all yeah. it's all crazy. This Marlins thing uh, in baseball is scary. Uh, can they work around this? And can we bring ourselves to believe it'll be the only outbreak of this nature? That this will be the outlier, and nothing else will happen? I don't know. I I, I I hope so. I hope so, but I don't know. But basketball so far, you know, it looks it looks like it has a a conceivable chance to work. But boy, do we have a long way to go. All right, Bob. This is uh, this is the last one for me. Um, more of a, more of a legacy question, I guess. I'm I'm dying to know here as a you know Celtics beat writer myself. Give me your your top two favorite uh, games you you covered throughout your career, if you can. Two. Yeah, two. All right. Well, one would still be it's you know it's 44 years later, but that triple overtime game in '76 against the Suns. Against the Suns, Phoenix. Yeah. In the whole context of everything that was going on, plus. That all the stuff that happened in that game, so many things, including a referee getting attacked after <laughs> at the end of, of an overtime, you know, on the floor. Uh, the the Havlicek shot followed by the Hurd shot. Uh, Glenn McDonald being the hero in the third overtime. The Celtics playing the best basketball of the entire playoffs in the first 
period and, and, and about three minutes into the second, Phoenix refusing to quit, uh, shots that were made, things like Dave Cowens being, uh, uh, have shots blocked by four different, uh, four different sons, on and on and on and on and on. Tom Heinsohn collapsing in the, in the, uh, locker room after the game with dehydration. Oh my God, stuff that people Jeez. didn't even know. That's still number one, okay? Wow. All right, that's number one. That, that game, I, if that game happens out. today, jeez. Then it's like Imagine a 10-game, it's about a 10-way tie for bird games, you know? The most memorable, I mean, it, it's it's so hard. The, the bird game that, if you could watch it, best summarize what he was capable of doing and the effect he could have was game six against Houston 86. Because the numbers aren't that dramatic. It was a triple-double, and I don't know what they were. Mm-hmm. But they were, you know, like 12 assists, 10 rebounds. Yep. But he was defensively omnipresent. You never saw a guy guarding more people. He was like a man, and, and he told me afterwards, he never felt, quote, and I quote him now, more prepared to play. And he said, like, his heart was beating out of his chest. And that made me feel good because I identified that game as a special Bird game, and he confirmed it for me. Awesome. So I would say those two games. But with Bird, you know, we have a lot of games to pick from. I love it. Man, that 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 uh, that Suns triple overtime game always comes up. I feel. Yeah, yeah. I feel, it does, yeah. And, and there's reason for it. I mean, it was. And, it needs and, to be you know, a documentary. It was a very emotional series. The Suns were underdogs. You know that we all thought it was going to be Golden State, the defending champs, but the Suns beat them in the Western Conference Finals, upset them. They had a 42 and 40 record. Wow. But at that point, it didn't matter. And the Suns won the first two games all handily. Then we go out there to Phoenix and they win the next two games. You know, two two one one one. And then we're coming back for game five, and game five was the uh, triple overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and then the out there less than 36 hours later, and Phoenix crowd, this is the thing amazing about it, guys. The Phoenix crowd, which you don't watch it on television, the people that showed up at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum to see it, they were spent. They had no, the, the crowd had nothing left. Uh-huh. And they had watched game five on television. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. That the happened in the Boston Garden? Left. No way. No way. It was so emotionally exhausting yeah. for them. And, you know, and of course, they'd never come as close to winning 44 years later. Like Phoenix has never won. Yeah. And that's the closest they've ever degrees that day. Oh, yeah. Bob, this, so, is, this is my last one here. Uh, 27 years ago this week, Celtics captain uh, Reggie Lewis died at the age of 27. Uh, I vividly remember the sadness that fell upon the city of Boston as a nine-year-old kid at the time. And I know you were one of the many local reporters that covered this tragic story. So yeah. uh, my question is kind of a three-parter here. What was your reaction to Reggie when he first collapsed at the Garden during the first round of the playoffs, then followed by his passing three months later, and, of course, all the speculation surrounding his death? The night that he collapsed on the court against Charlotte, in the first quarter of that game, I was sitting behind the stand, behind the bench, excuse me, behind the basket that night, and I watched Reggie Lewis in the first quarter of that game. And that was not the Reggie Lewis I had ever seen play going back to his freshman year at Northeastern. Why? Because he was running around like a crazy person. Wow. He was he was possessed. He was he, Reggie Lewis' hallmark was coolness, was was smooth, was 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 a conservation of energy. Mm. He was a it was an elegantly beautiful subject. That night he was a maniac in that first period, and then suddenly. He's sitting on the floor, and the other nine guys, right in front of me, you know, and the other nine guys are running the other way, and Reggie has a look on his face, guys, and and the look on his face, and I'll never forget this as long as I live, it said, what is happening to me? And that was the night he collapsed. Okay. So that was the end of, that's the last game he ever played. And then 
we fast forward to, to this week. I know it was the anniversary. I personally was in Milwaukee covering the Red Sox when I heard that Reggie had passed in that practice at Brandeis. Uh, yeah. You know, what, what do I say? I mean, we, we lived through uh, Len Bias, and I didn't know Len Bias. Yeah. But I did know Reggie Lewis. I was, I mean, it was, and I loved Reggie. He was a nice, sweet human being, a wonderful, nice, human, sweet guy. And, and I, what a player. You know, he was going to be an all-time player. Oh, I was crushed. It was stunning. It was, it, it, and then a funeral, blistering hot day. And I remember all the people I remember I wrote, I covered it, and it was at Northeastern, laying them out. And the, the people, the fans, I said, I remember writing about, you know, kids and uh, white males and, 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 and weeping uh, black people. Uh, he touched everybody. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, it was, it was something I'll never forget. Years later, obviously, you know, there's always this dark cloud that surrounds, you know, his death and yes. speculation. Well, it, it, you know, and then the the the, the, the details and and everything that shook out, and you know, was he, you know, how much was drug induced, and yeah, that's it's a and to this day, it's it's a loose end. It's a it's a loose end. Uh, whatever happened, yeah, it happened. Uh, it's a loose end. It's never been completely resolved. Never will be. Really, I don't think. I can tell you this. He, he he had was on his way. Uh, I don't know about Cooperstown, but that number walk with the number did go up. Yeah. On you know on, on real merits, the number yeah. would have gone up. Uh, he was on his way. He was a terrific player. He, he had he had reached this. He, he had just reached the star status. I remember uh, Jackie and McMullen and I talking about there were three Reggies, you know, Reggie Williams, Reggie uh, Miller, and Reggie Lewis. And who who was going to be the best one? Wow! And don't think that it was definitely going to be Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. That's how good Reggie Lewis was. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Bob Ryan, I can't thank you enough. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, Bob. Uh, guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Bob Ryan and Goodman podcast. Uh, oh, definitely subscribe. Check them out on CLNS Media, of course, every platform where you can get your 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 podcast. Um, definitely check out this podcast. Of course, uh, great podcast between him and uh, between between Ryan and, and Goodman. Bob, I gotta, I gotta ask you now that I got you on the phone. Yeah. What, what's going on with the Red Sox this year? Do they have any chance at all, or is this just garbage? Is this garbage? All right, all right, all right. Good. I'm so glad. I'm really glad. I'm watching as we speak. I turned the sound down. This one's three to three to yeah, seven. They just hit a home run. All right. Look, God, I don't. This, I'm, I'm really discouraged. You're telling me. No, wait, listen, listen to me. <laughs> They're going. They stink. Okay, the pitching is horrible. It ain't oh going to get God. better. It won't get better. They might finish last. All right? Who cares? <laughs> it, this season is a complete blowaway. <laughs> Somebody's going to win, and I will acknowledge him as champion. This season doesn't Who cares? Hey, did they win in 04, 07, 13, and 18? Yes. What is the matter with people? You know, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying, Bob. Bob, the way the way it shakes out, we we came in paper and we sucked, and then they advanced it to eight teams, and I was like. Hey, maybe the Sox can make the playoffs. Right. And then they come out and they, they I, I don't know anybody, anybody on this pitching staff other than Evaldi. I honestly, <laughs> anybody. And, and I understand that. You know, we lost Sale, we lost Rodriguez, and, and, you know, uh, you know, Osage is in there now. And, and, oh, look, I'm not, I'm not frightened of it. It's the matter. How, this is why I worry, many of us, you know, worried. If they started to win with people having the total mentality, would they not be realistic? Hey, 
You won two years ago. You won in 13. You won in seven. You won in four. The stupid, the Yankees haven't won since 09. There's teams around that haven't won in 50 years or, or ever. Stop it. I don't, stop the pity party. Uh, listen, I'm listen, Bob, I went, really I, went, I went four months without any sports. I need something, all right? I can't yeah, all right. You need something. Guess what? You can watch a baseball game. There's still great plays to be made. There's still defensive plays to be made. No. We got Jackie Bradley Jr. You can hope that every ball gets hit in his direction. Let's hope. Let's hope. Stop it. Let's hope. This, this season isn't going this... to happen. All right. Now I'm ready to focus on the Celtics. There we go. And the Bruins. There we and, go. And, and the Patriots. You know they're having. To, we know we know what's happening with them. That's not going to happen either. No. Nope. Who are we in Boston that we have this right to winning? Jeez. <laughs> Get over it. You know, you know, I, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say this. I, I, there is that entitlement, and I, I don't feel the entitlement, but I mean, if you're going to be playing in Boston, you got to play. And when I see these pitchers coming out that have no business being in a major league, major league <laughs> ballpark, I'm like, come on, give me at least El Guapo. Yeah, give me lost, at least, uh, somebody with a storyline. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They had that, that top of the rotation. Yeah. It, you know, we wouldn't be having this discussion, but we are having it. I know. It's not. You know what? It's, I'm sorry. I can live with it. I can live with it. I'm yeah, you know, I'll, I'll live with it. I'll, I'll still watch every game like a sucker. But hey, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. It's been a frustrating right. stuff. And I'm looking forward, you know, to see what the Celtics can do, and and, all, and with the Bruins, who had the best record, the President's Cup going in, which I care about. And I think if you're a good all-around Boston we'll sports fan. You should be good all around Boston sports fans. We got four teams. We got five. We got the Red. The Cannons are the champions. Yeah, that's right. The Cannons. That's right. Talking about that. Uh, don't ta- don't talk to me about the Revs. I was I was devastated when they got knocked out. That was my that's other thing. Title for title. The Cannons yeah. are champions. Uh, no. So we, 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 there we go. Not, the cupboard's not there. No, it's not there. <laughs> yeah, we're we are spoiled brats over here. I'm I'm, right. I'm crying over spilled milk. All right, I'll talk to you later, Bob. Hey, thanks for joining. The legend Bob Ryan making welcome, a debut guys. on Causeway Street, Bob. I can't thank you okay. enough. Okay, appreciate right. it. Thanks a lot, Bob. Appreciate it. Talk Go to you. Yo, that's Bob Ryan, baby. That was great. I, I was pumped when he said he would uh, he would join. So that was that was fun. I couldn't stop laughing, man. Everything was was <laughs> just the way it's so animated. That's what yeah, he sort of. You know what? You know what? You know, Bob. Come on. I mean, I'm not supposed to just sit here and watch shitty baseball. You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? Well, I mean, I think he was more like this is the type of year that it's going to be for just the Red Sox in general. Yeah. We knew the moment that Mookie got traded, it was like, all right, then they're going to fucking. I don't know. I, I, is there such thing as tanking in in baseball? They're just like they just they're just giving up. Unfortunately, there is. Oh, well. All right, well, let's stick to basketball, though. We got we got meaningful basketball games now. Oh, we looking ahead. Now you want to talk about the Red Sox? Hey, just trust me, bro. The, like, the only thing that's on that's real games right now is the Red Sox. Yeah, but it's been almost five months since you've done this. We, 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 looking up, looking up, looking ahead. Everybody's dancing around and singing a song. And, oh, they're looking ahead. Looking ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Thank you, man. <laughs> Season two of Looking Ahead. That's there we go. That's that's, that's like the wire when they change up the song, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone gets pissed. It was like, and the next season goes back to the old one. <laughs> like when power. you look ahead, <laughs> it's like power. Like yeah. power. <laughs> yeah, like everyone, everyone was there, just like feeling it. Like, yo, that's the new song. Yeah, but at they least say this when you look ahead. At least the wire did it. Season hey. two. Power did it like season seven. Everyone's season like, seven on the last freaking. Oh no, it was the first episode. The first episode. The first everyone was the like, last season. It's what like the fuck is. This? I've listened to the one song 
74 times now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it gets you ready for the episode. Right. This is like, getting. this is like if I want to go to a club. Right. And, and also, I, I waited months for this. Come on. I know. Come on. <laughs> Come on! I, I binge watched. I, I, I caught up. I, I watched the second, the, the season prior twice. Yeah, you got the you guy switch the song on me. Yeah, you got the guy. You know, previously on Power. <laughs> and then, and yeah, then no, that was spot on. That's that was spot on. And then fucking <laughs> they say this is a big race day. Oh, it's just the hot. It's just I just come on out. The poor pot. Yeah. Clues dropping bomb. Four master foot. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Yeah. Uh, did we already get the looking ahead song in? Are we good? Are we good yeah, with the no, song? All right, word. You nailed it. Hey, we're looking ahead, everybody. Looking ahead. Previously on looking ahead. <laughs> first off, first off, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take my segment back. We're looking ahead past the NBA season. Let's get Trump out of office, everybody. All right? Oh, let's, put that, let's put that out there. Didn't see that one coming. Looking ahead. Looking ahead for looking ahead, you know? You're looking riding ahead. with Biden? Is that what you're doing? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Just. <laughs> no, I feel you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's I'm not, not so excited about it either. Let's not fuck around. Yeah. Let's not fuck around, people. Yeah. Get out there and vote. <laughs> that should be the slogan for Biden. Let's not fuck around. Let's not fuck around. <laughs> I know you don't want. You know, no. His his slogan is. This is all you got. His slogan goes. This is the last inning here. You know who I'm friends with. (laughs) That's his slogan. You see Obama silhouette in the back. In the back. (laughs) You see no. You see a silhouette and like a a silhouette of of a dude smoking a cigarette. Oh yeah. Smoking a cigarette. Spinning spinning a basketball on his finger. (laughs) (laughs) Left left finger. <laughs> What's up, Joe? Uh, I got you, Joe. Hey, Barack's going big for Biden. You see those, see all those things he's putting hey, out, man. He's hey, gonna come out big. Is that coming this way? No, sorry. <laughs> By the way, have you guys, uh, guys, seen Michelle Obama's podcast just came out for the first time? No, no man, I'm, I'm, I'm no, too man. busy uh, waiting to look ahead, motherfucker. Okay, looking play? ahead. Bucks. All right, prime time, baby, prime time. Friday night, Friday night. Not, Jeez. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about like next Friday. I'm not talking about like. Two Fridays from now. I'm talking about tomorrow. Friday night. (laughs) Everybody wants to feel all right. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. And we'll play that song. <laughs> I sometimes, swear one day we'll 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 thoroughly explain our inside jokes. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. We, some, we do sometimes. Well, actually, if you, you know, if you up, subscribe grew, to us on Patreon, you would know. I grew up in a small town. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we had to make to make light of our situation was funny bumper stickers. <laughs> uh, anyways, Celtics Bucks, baby. Celtics are back. Celtics are back, and they're back. I don't know if you know this, but they're back. So we're going to play the Bucks in a, it doesn't matter where they play. It's going to be in Orlando, but the Celtics, uh, are going to be in ESPN that night. It, uh, it's the game that we missed out on because of Rudy Gobert. Thank you, Rudy. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting. I haven't, have you guys catched any, caught any, um, uh, Bucks scrimmages? Yeah, I saw the first one and then I watched the first half of Giannis the other night where you, you went for third. Went, went out. Yeah. yeah it went nuts. I think, um, uh, Middleton looks good. Middleton, yeah. I think he's key. You know, he's, he's been key the last two years. And, uh, I mean, Celtics fans 
should know better than any about what he does or what he did to to the Celtics in the playoffs a couple of years ago. But I don't know, man. He likes the garden, though. So that's not there for him. Well, let time. me let me let me ask you this, though. We'll see, but he does look good. The three games that the Celtics did play to sort of show how they're going to come out of this bubble. Were you guys? Did you guys feel anything positive? Yeah, I mean, Jalen is, is is obviously a big one. But like, did you feel? Good. About, let's, let's not talk about individual players. The team. Did you feel good about the team? I feel good about the team. I do. I, I, I think as a whole, like, I, I just, I just think from week, from the first game through, throughout the, alright, pretty much throughout the entire seeding games, we'll have a better understanding. Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard to say, okay, I, I believe in this team, but I, I know that they're, I think they're on the right path. You know, it just had that preseason vibe to it, you know? How many times you're in the preseason thinking, oh man, this team, these guys look really good. I mean, you know what you're seeing, but you know that there's a few more steps yeah. ahead. I just, I just really wish that they took game three like the Rockets took game three. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's so Brad Stevens. Though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just he saying. wasn't. He was barely even coaching that game. It was that's, the other that's, assistant coaches that were doing. That's all Brad Stevens being like, yeah. see, you guys aren't that nice. Like, right, you Celtics, think you're really good, but Celtics, you're not that Bucks, good. You guys have been playing each other. That's it. Exactly. This, I, I sort of wish we didn't open with this. I'm I'm excited about it, but I sort of wish we didn't open with it because it's going to be like a great litmus test to see how they're going to turn into the playoffs. Uh, but how but you guys it, it feel really about Celtics nothing. Bucks? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um. Because I'm, the first game, it means nothing. It's like the first game. Is- right, right. I'm, I feel good about it. I feel good. I think we'll have a competitive game. I don't think we'll see a blowout. Um, I'll give the Bucks the edge for sure, just because, you know, we got a limited Kemba Walker. Um, I think Gordon Hayward is really important in this matchup. You know, without Kemba, he's your secondary playmaker. And with that thin, you know, second unit, you got, you got to mix him in there. But, um, I, I feel good because the, um, the office between Jalen and, and Tatum. And I know some people are kind of thinking like, Oh, Tatum. I don't know. He may need a few games to get back into things, but I think a matchup between him and Giannis is all he Wake needs. him up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all season long, regardless of the, you know, the stoppage, he comes up big for these games, you know, but they don't always translate to Southern's wins. No, but he comes up, but big. he comes up big. He doesn't, you know, with, with the, with the, when the lights are, were shining at his brightest, man, he, he comes to play. You know what pisses me off? Pro- oh, God. What I would like to see is in game numero uno, some key, Robert Williams minutes. Like, he doesn't have to go off, obviously, offensively. Against the Lopez? No, just, just, I just want, like, these, these three scrimmages. The low pie? These three scrimmages. <laughs> like, I feel like he's the one that, like, I had my eye on the most. Yeah. Because I was yeah, like, oh, you know, he had the time yeah, off yeah, yeah. and, you know, the injured kind of season for him. And I didn't see anything that convinced me that he's going to be a major piece of the rotation. Yeah, I think they're still, I think they're still tentative but, with him. I think they're still tentative on him from what I saw. Yeah. I, I just, agree. you know, but. Well, put him up against any one of the Lopez's. We'll see what happens. I feel like he should dominate. Hey, uh, okay. So, honestly, like, the Celtics start on Friday and then it's like, boom, 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 boom. It's, yeah, like, it's right it's back crazy. to back to back. It's great. It's awesome. We'll be watching basketball every single second. Good luck, work. Work ain't happening. I'm telling you that right now. Work, if you're listening, you're probably not. Uh, <laughs> because I never tell them about, you know, it is. I wouldn't right. either. Yeah, same. All right. You know what? You know what though? The, the thing that pisses me off the most is the fact that a good April Sunday matinee against a Western Conference team is always what I'm about. An April Sunday 3.30 tip off in Boston against the Trailblazers. Could you imagine if this was the, like, that was, oh man. But it's in Orlando, guys. If you didn't know where it was, it's in Orlando. They're in the bubble. So Sunday they play the Trailblazers. 
Uh, you can't buy them. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a bubble. Gotcha. Yeah. You got to clear quarantine. Actually, you know what? Everybody, if you retweet this podcast, we are giving away tickets to everybody who retweets the right, podcast. The Keep going with your to, Okay. Uh, <laughs> Trailblazers. But, but still retweet, though. It's, it's, uh, still I would appreciate it. Still retweet. It. Yeah, I appreciate the retweet. I, I say that, and then you go to that. Uh, right. Just you know, take the people's money. All right. Uh, Trailblazers Celtics on Sunday at 3.30. I love Sunday matinee games. I'm going to be looking forward to that. Yeah, especially against Wesley Carver's team. Yep. I love it. Uh, Celtics Heat. Celtics Heat on Tuesday. Celtics Heat on Tuesday. That's a good matchup. That's going to be a great matchup. And I think we're going to actually see, like, we're going to see it start to evolve. I don't know if you've noticed from game one to game three, I've noticed some things started to evolve with this, like, the way everything starts to look. Mm -hmm. So, we'll hopefully, we'll be in the full swing there. And then on Wednesday of next week, the Nets, the Kyrie Irvingless Nets, the Jamal Crawford-led Nets, who, I know, to correct Bob, they're not in the sixth seed. They're in the seventh seed, but it is what it is. Um how dare you correct Bob? Well, Bob was wrong. He was wrong. And I wanted to correct him, but I was yeah, being... Yeah, he also... Uh, he also said Cooperstown instead of uh, no, Springfield. I, that's Cooperstown is just, you know... He also called Kemba Kyrie a couple times, but we've been doing that all season long, right? Right. We can, we can, you know, oh, now you guys are just fucking pigpiling on the guy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just saying one thing. The hell? You know? Sorry, Bob. These guys are assholes, you know? Two and two. What? Two and two. Yeah, I'm saying... I'm saying... Uh, 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 I may go to betonline.ag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and put, put money a, up, huh? and put in a four, four and oh bet right now. Right now. I think they're gonna, I think, I, honestly, I think the Celtics will go seven and one in this stretch. No, I'm, a, I'm wow. agree with Sway. They're gonna go two and two and, but they beat the Bucks. I think. Hmm. I think they squeak by the Bucks. No, Not like squeak. a, like a dominated win. Something like. You guys are wrong. It's four and oh. The answer is four and oh. <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs> done with this. This is the first, uh-huh. this is the first gosh darn. Freaking! So we have to say four and zero. You gotta say. I always say, no, yo, every, it's the first one every, in six, seven, eight years. That's fine. You can say it, but it, that's that's four That's oh, always baby. your answer. They're it's always four and zero. Oh. Jesus so you Christ! Want, you want both of us to say the same thing? I would like it. Just I would appreciate what, that it, 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 as the return of the segment. I would appreciate I think it. Mad that we're both we're both saying five hundred. I think that's what's pissing yeah. me off. I think you no, would, he just, you yeah. wouldn't be as mad if we said three and one. Who no. they losing against? Who they losing against? <laughs> Lose the Blazers. The Blazers with yeah. CJ McCollum who can't even finish a dunk in wide open court. See that? The Blazers. They lose the Blazers. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Who's the last who's the last team again? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I saw that. So. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Prop, All right. prop to him. Prop to him. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. That day, you know, happens to everybody. That's besides the point, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> if no, you, just say, if you just say, no, who's last team? Brooklyn, say Brooklyn the pissed on off. No, the Heat was on. The Nets. They lose to the Heat. So you're saying they're gonna beat the Bucks? No, well, you know what? They lose to the Nets because the the Nets have had the Southern number this year. Yeah, man. Oh man. Yeah, man. It's just one of those things. Um, I Jamal think... dropping twenty-five. Yeah. All right. What's the, in what's, one quarter? I'll take that. What's the wager? <laughs> what's the mother freaking wager? Oh, I was getting serious now. No, it's all right, guys. You don't have to hear my prediction. School. Four no. You said two and two. <laughs> yeah, but you asked me the losses. Oh yeah. Who, who... All right. Who did those? No, it's weird. I saw. Don't make it weird. You're making it weird. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Don't. <laughs> 
Double do double Don't tie me in on that shit, bro. Now it's weird. Yeah, now it's weird. Now it's weird. Wasn't that weird, though? All right. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to say. 4 0. I know. Good job. No. No. 2 and 2. I'm sticking with it. 2 and 2. They're going to get the losses from. I don't feel comfortable saying this, but I'm, I'm going to say Milwaukee, okay? Yeah, Milwaukee. You did, you did say Milwaukee. Really? Yeah, I did. And I did say that from the beginning. I just, I think it's going to be so close that Celtics could squeeze it out. But you know what? I'm going to say Milwaukee. I and, say it's and, close. And, and Miami. And they squeeze it out. And, and Miami. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> your boy Butler. Your boy Butler goes off. Uh, okay, fine. Whatever. And yo, it's not just him either. Dunk Kelly Duncan Olenek's Robinson kid. Duncan Robinson was pretty, looking pretty good. Yo, they got shooters, man. I think those are. The, hey. See, that's the thing about Milwaukee as well. Like those are the, the, that's the, the the key. Like when you got shooters going like that against the Celtics, forget it. And of course, that was the case against the JV Celtics and the Rockets. Jesus, what was hey, man, throw they, up like they, fifty-five they three hung, They hung around for you know as long as they could have for seven and a half minutes. They did. <laughs> That ten zero run was something else. Let me let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, well they 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 yeah the ten zero run for the Celtics to start. Yeah, yeah, that was like yeah, okay. The Rockets suck, but apparently Yo, not. Robert looked like your boy Rudy. Bro. Well, good thing the Celtics aren't going to play the Nuggets at all, huh? Uh oh, oh truth, truth, you mean? Oh. Truth, truth. Yeah. Okay. What are you, what are you, what are you doing to me, man? <laughs> I'm just bring out Bobo like that to Sean. Bro. He's truth, truth. That's like He's pulling, not Bobo. That's no like more. pulling out like a piece of candy to a He's truth, truth, child, bro. He's truth, truth. That's his name, everybody. <laughs> All right, that's not bad. What does that like, even mean? It's like gushing over him. And what does it mean? No, talk I'm, about possible Celtics trade scenarios. I'm just, I'm just telling you the fact that if you had Bull Bull and Taco Fall on the same team, you would have uh, that G League team would be the best G League team of all time. Okay, Hall of Fame G League team. And right. Bull Bull, Bull Bull next year. I bet you. I'll, I'll put this out there on the podcast. Next year we're going to be talking about Bull Bull as an All Star snub. That's like that's not even worth a response, man. Like, I'm he's gonna even... no. He he literally he literally has the skills. Like why why do you say these things? He literally has the skills. And on that Denver team, on that Denver team, <laughs> you put an all star snub. No, like in the Western Conference, people get snubbed every year, and it's like yo. Yeah. Do you, you remember Bradley Beal? Remember what happened with that? Yeah, but Bradley Beal was different because everyone was hating that's on Bradley Beal. That's the new Beal. snub, bro. You, you remember? He put up 28 points and didn't make the team. Bro. You remember Damian Lillard for the first, like, you know, seven years of his career? Of his career. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. All right, Jesus. <laughs> Every fucking year. Remember okay. Damian's... Uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. The better half of his 20s? I'll put, it, I'll put they, it this way. They wouldn't even put him in if someone got injured. Okay, I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to put it this way. Next year, next year, Bobo... Yeah, like, one year, like, four people get, were injured. Yeah. Dame's yeah. Dame's Dame's like, yo. He'd get, he would get snubbed, like, twice every other year. And then they called fucking Draymond instead. <laughs> he was like, yo, what the fuck? He's like, yo, you got the whole squad, whole starting five I'm going. averaging 35 points a game. Chuck Trick of two albums. My whole, my whole squad left. <laughs> I'm still. It's still. me and fucking CJ McCollum. <laughs> Did you ever play with CJ McCollum? No, even, you haven't. Even before that. Before you gonna... <laughs> nah, Bobo's going to average 18 points and 10 rebounds next year. You watch that fucking. You watch that happen. I'll take that, bet. Double-double, huh? More than a double-double. That's a Twan double-double. Mm. He's a young Twan. Back at his prime. <laughs> I love that Bob brought that up. Yeah, but because it's you, true. You know Antoine what? Antoine was that guy for a couple of years. He no, was he guy. was, he was. And you know what though? You know what? The, uh, we were talking about this off air a little he made bit. An All Star team too. People forget that first two years. Ninety eight All Star. No, ninety eight All Star team. No, he made it before that. Oh no, no, ninety eight. Right. Ninety eight. That was his second year in the league. Wait, who? No. He was who? drafted Walker. in ninety six. No, Walker made. He made no. He no, made in ninety six. Drafted in ninety six. Made both. Made, made it in ninety seven. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. No, no. Made it in ninety seven. He's in that epic ninety eight picture. No, I know. No, he got. Yeah, he made it in ninety seven. Ninety eight. 
And then he didn't make an all-star team until 2000, right. 2002. But my point is, like, for the first Second-year player. Yeah. No, no. Third-year player, third year two player. all-star. Like, that's insane at that yeah. time, right? Yeah. No, that is. So when that Paul is. comes, it's just like, oh, okay, we'll see what this kid got. But he's right. Bob was right. Antoine, and how long did it take Paul like to make his first all-star one. team? Five years? Antoine? No, Paul. Oh, yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a snub. He was a snub guy. Anointed him the truth. He got snubbed, and then he made it finally. The final, following year. O2 wasn't even a discussion. He, he O2, baby. O2. Still watch. I love O2. Anyways. Great stuff. All right. Uh, that's when we're looking ahead. We looked ahead. Guys, proud of it. That was, that was, uh, that was one of the funnier ones. Proud of it. Good stuff. I don't know how Bobo was mentioned. Bobo's going to be 18 and 10 next year. 18 and 10. I the schedule, but somehow he made it. 18, 10, and 2. Two right, blocks. We, no, that, no, this is right. You know what time this is, right? We're going to take our trip around the NBA with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Are we going to talk about titties, Joel? Titties over titles. Hey! Hashtag titties over titles. In Case You Missed It. In Case You Missed It is brought to you by... The great folks over at Magic City. Oh, give me those They have graced us with their... Fans of Mega Dan. Fans of Mega Dan. Their world-famous <laughs> wings. Their wings plate. These chicks clapping, and they ain't using hands. <laughs> they come with crinkle fries, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah. She's showing racks. I'm throwing racks. Fans <laughs> of Mega dance. Man's a make good dance. <laughs> okay, okay. Before we get started on this, right? <laughs> let me get this off my chest before I forget this point because this has been driving me crazy hold the on. last three days. Hold hold on, on. No, no, no. Okay. Let me let me get this uh, off my chest. I, right. Hold on. Should, should I like should I like quick. tell a story real quick though? What happened? Because you know some people might not know. That's why it's called in case you missed it. I think everyone knows what happens. Go ahead. Give Joel. Hey, Joel's Joel's face. He's 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 gunning Yo, right now. Go on, right, go. Real let quick, go. real quick, real quick. Oh. Okay. Lou Williams under investigation by the NBA because of quote activities. On an excused absence, so they're trying to figure out the length of his uh, re-quarantining process, okay? So, just an excused absence, right? Well, uh, excused absence for like a family emergency, they said. No, no, I mean, it was an excused absence. They didn't, they didn't specify. But then again, DJ's taking pictures of Lou Williams at the fucking Magic City. Uh, how should we say this? Because, uh, you know, so, so many people are like, what, what is this Magic City you, you speak of? By the way, we got to go. I mean the best, the best, the best description. She's gonna be broadcasting. The best description that I that I found on Twitter. Those wings look pretty bomb. It's an American. It's an African American performing arts center. Hmm? You know, quite, quite creative. <laughs> who the f- quite creative? Yeah, I would like quite to get. Creative. A, I would like to get a ticket free with my B- library card then. Bakari Se- Bakari Sellers on on Twitter. Great, great description. Ah, uh, Sway, get 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 it off your chest, okay. kid. Get it off right. your chest. Okay, this is what I want to get off my chest, and, and I'm, I'm glad because you know, Joel, you, you said the, the the DJ took the picture. No, no, no. It was Jack Harlow who took the picture. Okay, Ooh. so why is the headline? Oh, Lou Williams spent some time because Joel, you you nailed it. He it was an excused absence by yeah. the NBA. Yeah. Okay, he never oh, gave oh, them a the, timeline yeah, as the to NBA what he was going Clippers. to do. Right. Yep. Whatever. Okay, we we can get into that in a second, but the headline. The headline should be Jack Harlow snitches on Lou Williams for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> like, why? Why would you post that? Maybe he's a Laker fan. Why would you post that? You think he's trying to get him suspended? Uh, Maybe. Probably could be. Maybe. But why is he like getting a pass here? Like, no one's bringing uh, Jack Harlow's Jack like Harlow. Like, do you, have you have you watched ESPN if he the past put that, uh, ten days? If he doesn't put that picture out, no one knows this even happened. And the, it would have been ten times funnier if Jack Harlow puts this out in October in the finals, being like, ha. 
My man, we had a good time that night. Remember that? Right before you we went to court? You know what I mean? Like, he should have waited. He should have waited. He should have waited. I mean, Jay-Z said it best one time when he was talking about someone who took a picture of uh, uh, being in the room with, with, with celebrities. Yo, he said it best. Just be in the room, right? Enjoy being in the room. Nowadays, everyone has to document everything and throw everything up on social media. Jack Harlow, just enjoy that moment. Now, if I'm Jack Harlow, like, one, I'm happy because no one's even talking about this. But two, I'm starting to think, man, like, People might realize I'm that guy. Like, I, you know, if you see me out, yeah, the way, go the other way because I'll put you. I'll put you on. I'll put you on. In this is the last episode of the Kaiser Street Podcast. Yeah, that's the it. intro. I know that's his song, and we talked about him before. You I like, know. I'm just saying, who the fuck is got one song? Oh, oh, oh you're saying. I want you specific. You know, specify that. I bet you that most people that are listening are like. Who's Jack Harlow? We're talking about him like he's fucking okay. Kanye West. Well, right now. I mean, the, the kids know. I don't, he's, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's one of the non-littles. These uh, youngins. Plus, there's a remix out with uh, Lil Wayne. By the way, really? Check that out. Yeah, check that out. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Uh, like, speaking like, of Lil Wayne, strip like, clubs, Magic City. I'm sure he frequents like Magic City. What rapper has not frequented Magic City? I'm pretty sure that every every goddamn rap song that's just about like better, ass and titties. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's a better question though. What? The hell is a strip club opening during a pandemic? It's Atlanta, baby. Oh, Come on, man. People always want to see. Titties. Come on, man. This is Florida we're talking. About. Nah, yo. Oh, is that Florida, be, not Atlanta. I, I thought it was Atlanta. Atlanta. Max is in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta, right? Yeah, it's no, in but the one he went to is in Florida. Would they got a chain? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you think that he was just like, yo, Magic City just won't deliver here, so I just can't get those wings? No, he was getting something else, right? And that's that's another thing too. Let's keep it a hundred, okay? This is a single man who was in a relationship with a, a mutual relationship with two women. You think Lou Williams can go a month without sex? By the way, the, the fact you that think Bob, realistically Lou Williams going to sit in a bubble for an entire month or whatever long, five weeks before they can ha- have guests over? That's the not fact what, that Bob Williams, Bob not, Bob Ryan earlier said. Lou Williams is a character. Like, th- take that and just multiply it by 50,000. When Bob Ryan says it, like, oh, he, he, he's going in the Hall of Fame. It's like, no. no, no, I don't think he meant Basketball Hall of Fame. I think Bob <laughs> yeah, knows a lot about Lou Williams' yeah. extracurricular activities. He's about people, that action. The People Hall of Fame. He's about that action. Man. He's going to go into well, the People you, Hall of Fame. You heard, you heard that Lou said, yeah, that's why I don't take young into the strip club, man, because they don't know how to fucking show up the next day to work. I heard that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what he said. I think it was all the sports well, podcast. You guys, you guys do, you guys, I mean, there's many that forget that uh, when he first started in the league, he was uh, under the tutelage of uh Allen Iverson. No, that's true. That's true. Hey, you you think um you think anyone in Magic City dances to like Bon Jovi or White Snake or anything like that? Sure. sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, you probably get a um like a Coyote Ugly type of shit. Yeah. You probably get a Molly Crew record every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, it's a Molly Crew maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Every once in a while. Especially the day shifters. Yeah, day shifters. The day shifters you know. Just thinking about uh, the B squad. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably everyone's A squad, but Which is yeah, I mean. probably. Yeah, we gotta go to Magic City. Let's according go. To, according to Max, I'm not ready. You told me I'm not ready. You're from Magic City. Magic City, so I'm not ready. Why? You're 31 years old. <laughs> he he says it's, it's 31 or 32. He said 32. It's something I have to be prepare myself for. I guess. No, tell Max to <laughs> tell Max to tell what, Max. What Max, to, what Max meant, ready. What Max meant means by this is bring some bands, pretty much. Like yeah, it's nothing but top notch. He, he meant pocket ready. Yeah, like. You can't be walking in there. You with, can't be pocket. You can be pocket ready. You can't ask for a change for twenty. You can ask for a change for two hundred dollars, like that kind of. You gotta have stacks, you know. That's not. Come on. You don't listen to these rap songs, man. 
Pay attention. Bro. <laughs> you said listen, it yourself. Listen. Pay attention. This isn't this isn't the fucking foxy lady, bro. <laughs> By the way, the foxy lady or one the, of the worst slipper. performances I've ever seen in my entire life. Foxy well, lady. this is not what that is. This is the foxy lady. All right. Yeah, Brockton, step your game up, all right? You know, but, we'll continue you know. this conversation on uh, Patreon.com slash Causeway. Sign up today. <laughs> sign up today. <laughs> that sign should up, be our commercial. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you about, I'll tell <laughs> you about the, to the, be awful, the awful uh, vagina that was trying to be shoved in my face at the uh, Foxy Lady. You got to love the fact that fucking Perk can never just keep his mouth shut, right? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I, I actually, let him, let him I actually am a little bit uh, concerned about Perk now. It's disturbing. This is from Perk's uh, Twitter account. It's disturbing when a rookie in Zion Williamson can act more mature than NBA vet Lou Williams. Of course, Lou Williams wasn't going to keep his mouth shut either, right? 15 years in this business and the most dirt you have on my name, which I love, by the way, that he's still sticking to that story, is stopping to get some hot wings during a pandemic, Perk. Shut up and stop laughing and saying, it's just TV when you run into me. <laughs> it's just TV, man. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Perk's response. Too small, homeboy. <laughs> Stay in your lane, little fella. Hashtag out of my weight class. <laughs> why did Perk, why did Perk address him like he's a like a, a child? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so that was mad disrespectful. <laughs> Yo, Perk talked to him yeah, like but, he was fucking. Yeah, but nothing. Yeah, what does any of that mean, anyway? Perk, Perk just spoke to him like he's like in grade school. It's like for come real. On, man. I would have been like, Perk, Wait, you're like, you're like six years older than and, me, bro. And you know what? You know what? My <laughs> biggest thing is like, the, so, you know, we were all on Perk's side for the fucking Durant shit. Cause like, he was like, yo, it's a brotherhood, bro. It's a brotherhood. I, said, well, well, I will explain you so because I'm, I'm, uh, it's hard for me to explain. I'm, I'm not on Perk's side, so to speak, but I'm just saying, Perk's, I can see where he's coming from and, and, and trying to be an analyst. But I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out this way. I'll throw it out this way. And the whole Durant thing, he was like, he was like, listen, I'm not. There's a bigger picture to it. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm but not like, coming from a, a, an analyst point of view. I'm coming from a, a friend point of view or whatever it was. Right? Oh, what the Durant thing you're talking yes. about? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then now, like, okay, if you were like Lou Williams' teammate, would you be saying this shit? Probably not. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. If you think it's a brotherhood, then just like just, you know, leave this one alone. Just say ha ha. You never know. Like, but yeah. he has to make a statement on it. It's just a little bit like it's a little bit short sighted by Perk, I think. Yeah, just I think to, so. to 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 say what he said. Like, you can make a joke about it and be like, ah, we've all been there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah but see, but that's the thing. It's the fact that he called them out. It's because it's Magic City, though. Like, if he went to right. some random resort, no one would make a big deal about it. Even though that's just no, as no, 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 no. That's just as hot. He went to a freaking strip club. He went to a freaking strip club. That, 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 but I, but the thing. But wait, wait. Are you saying it because it's a hotbed for Corona, or are you saying it because it's just I'm irresponsible saying, I'm because of the activity? Because I'm saying because if Perk is really trying to like the whole Kevin Durant thing and Kyrie Irving thing came out, and Perk was trying to not be a part of the media, and now. Like he was trying to be like, hey, we're we're we were boys. Like mm-hmm. we, you shouldn't be saying that stuff. Like, I, I get what you're and saying. And now he's trying to take yeah. the media side of being like, listen, bro, I'm part of the media. I just got to do the shit for the media. It's like, yeah. well, you know, that's what you gotta find your role. You gotta find your role. That's what Lou Williams is saying. He's like, yo, don't you know, act like you know, you actually care about what I did. Then you know, when I see you in person and I call you out on it, you're like, oh man, just for the TV, man. It ain't nothing personal. <laughs> you know, don't do that. That's what that's what Lou Williams is saying. That's what I mean. Yeah, see, I'm with him. Here's the thing. Perk has a good point because it is a bad example. Let's face it. He's a veteran on that team. And this is a Clippers team that has that sort of culture. And what yeah. I mean by that is 
let's put some of this blame on Doc Rivers for a second. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, all right? Let me let me paint a big picture why for you. Why do you think the Celtics I know, sucked in I know Atlanta exactly when Doc what was Let me paint a big picture for you right now. No, I know exactly what you're going you're to say. What Go kind ahead. of culture has he put in there right now, right? We're going to rest up Kawhi. He's been doing this since his days in Boston, right? He's been resting, resting guys up, okay? That's all That's all fine, right? Because the team is, is they're successful. They, it's worked, right? Kawhi Leonard sort of plays a part here because he's already demonstrated it one year ago that it works this way. This is the formula. You, you rest him through, and then in the postseason, he'll go off, and he'll take it to the promised land. But now, because of what happened, because of the stoppage, because of now they're in quarantine and the bubble, everyone still has that mentality and thinking it sort of trickled down, right? From Kawhi down to Lou, down to whoever else right yeah this is important yeah these eight seeding games mean something but it's all about the playoffs right i mean Kawhi misses a bunch of games because it's all about the playoffs right Lou is going to magic city you know doing whatever okay th- that's cool because he, he'll have to quarantine but he'll be fine for the playoffs right that's just, the culture he's, I, I he's built oh, okay. honestly honestly I thought, you know I what i mean going, i thought you were going where okay go ahead when he was here in boston with kevin garnett Ray and he would let them do what they want. Kind they of would police themselves. He let them police themselves. Yeah, well, that's and, and then those guys, Kawhi ain't gonna police, police nobody. Police the younger guys. Right. Yep. Kawhi ain't gonna police nobody. But like, Kawhi's like, not policing anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not working that way. It's not working that way. Yeah. Plus, no KG. plus, they got no KG. Right. No one to keep a a, a big baby in yeah. line. Plus, someone to keep a Rondo in line. So like, Williams, hey, I'm KG. I'm going to Magic City. That's what I'm B-Baby. saying. You're Lou, staying home. Gotcha. Okay. Lou Williams is the is the, the elder statesman on yeah. this squad, especially right now yeah. when Kawhi is chilling into the playoffs. Let's face yeah. it, he's chilling into the playoffs. Okay, I got an NBA. I got an NBA fucking conspiracy theory though. I actually do think that they. May have taken Lou and said, Lou, take him for the team, bro. Like, what do you mean? Like, we're, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, like, we know that eventually there's gonna be temptation for people to leave. And no, <laughs> one, no like, one, Lou is, there's no way Lou's gonna go through with this. No one has, no one, no, I'm saying the NBA probably is like, listen, like, like, think about it. The NBA's biggest fear is that in the middle of the playoff time, an NBA superstar will leave the bubble. And then have to be quarantined for 10 days, and then they're fucked. And then they're probably thinking the NBA is not going to do shit about it because they're not going to lose a big star like me. Like, I do think that, like, Lou Williams, like, that that number two seed is probably more secure than any seed that they have, right? I don't know. Maybe they're like, hey, Lou, do you want, you know, what, like, we're going to make an example out of you. The other statements, maybe they have something on I don't know. But if they let him go. Knowing that he's going to come back and have to quarantine for 10 days and they're going to hold him accountable. It's going to be a media thing. Like, what the hell does Lou care about? I'm just, I just think that, you know, this is, if it wasn't orchestrated by the NBA, it's the best thing that can happen to the NBA bubble. Well, that they say, like, I don't care who you are. You could be Lou Williams who came off a 20 point game. Lou Williams was the best player in that first scrimmage. Right? And you can come back, and then we're still going to make you quarantine for 10 days. And if we goddamn see you at Magic City, if we see you at the dollhouse in Orlando, uh, uh, Tampa Bay, whatever the fuck it is, uh, you're, you're, no, you, that, that's not going to fly. Well, they need to make an example of him, and they did. Well, mm-hmm. you brought up a point earlier, right? The excuse absence. We don't know what the excuse absence is, but we've been seeing the last, like, week, week and a half of other players. Oh, they had to leave the bubble for a family emergency or personal matter. Who's to say that they're not doing the same thing? They just didn't get caught. That's what I mean, too. Yeah. 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 Jack Harlow doesn't take that damn picture. Yeah. And, and again, let's say some pictures, you know, surfaces on the internet of, of one of those guys out in the mall somewhere. 
they're not going to get the same kind of heat. Yeah. You know, it's because it's a strip club. Yeah. And I get it. So, so again, to, 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 you know, go all the way back to what we're saying about Perk, to me, Perk has a point in that. It's a bad example. But to compare him to, to Zion, I just think that that was unfair. Zion is in a completely different situation. Uh, the pressure was, is not, almost non-existent at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I just, it's just apples and oranges. Yeah. I just think Perk, because he's been, you know, the biggest advocate of the NBA, he's tweeting every day. Oh, the NBA is the only one doing it right. Look mm-hmm. at MLB. Look at, uh, you know, look at the NFL, but you know, the NFL is not people, happening, but people are, you know, people, you know, players are dropping out. Yeah. So he's like, the NBA is doing it right. And here, here comes Lou Williams kind of fucking it up because he wants to go see some titties. Mm. That's how, that's how he was hey, portrayed. He wanted it. to go for the wings. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. My bad. My bad. My bad. But yo, shout out to uh, Kevin Harlan though. Uh, cause I didn't even realize. He documented the, no, 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 no. He, just, he, just, he just, works. Just, just listen. We, the TNT broadcasted the Celtics against the Rockets, right? I didn't know they were on national TV. Put on I want to see how much ball we have in the city of Atlanta. See if we can get some of those chicken wings oh, sent down here to Orlando. Oh, no, because you I, did. We could celebrate, <laughs> <laughs> we could celebrate oh, the gee. restart with those wings. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's us. He's talking about titties. Nah, he wanted some wings, man. He put in a request for some wings. There you go. And to answer the question earlier, Magic City is only in Atlanta. That's what I thought. Yeah. You're thinking of a different one in, 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 in uh, Orlando. Obviously, you know, Magic City is running with this, you know, this uh, publicity, right? Yeah. Now they got uh, some Lou Will lemon pepper barbecue wings yeah, on heard, the menu. I heard they had that before. I heard that, I heard they had that before. Lou Will, baby. Lou Will. Yo, black people love lemon, lemon pepper. Yeah. pepper, but with barbecue on top, dude. All I'm saying, that's, I, that's a, I don't I even know how this. that would even, I can't even, I can't even imagine how it would have taste. I, I will, I will put, I will put this Tangy. out there. I will put this the fuck out there, right? <laughs> Somebody knows that's his go-to too. They must have known that that's but what like, he likes. But like, et- like ethnic foods that I'd never tried before. Yeah. I normally would try, my mind's blown by the flavor, <laughs> right? Yeah. Lemon pepper wings are some of the worst motherfucking wings I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. They're okay. But yeah, after I have like two or so, I'm, I want to switch to another one. Like, no. yeah, yeah. But this one has I mean, barbecue. Garlic, garlic, garlic parmesan. Yeah. I mean, garlic parmesan. That's a good one. Uh, uh, but or, no or like some jerk wings. Whatever. Yeah. I'm down with that. But honey mustard guy. I like honey mustard. I'm just saying though, like the but Rick, this, Rick Ross fucking fucked with me on lemon pepper wings, bro. But the Lil Will wings they were gonna be fire. Have lemon they were fire and barbecue sauce. So lemon barbecue. I could see that going because peppers, 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 and barbecue sauce. Yeah, it'll definitely be tangy. Tang, too sweet, sweet and tangy. Yeah, <laughs> get some sweet barbecue sauce on that. Yeah, I'm down with yeah, that. Yeah. The- Korean barbecue wings. You ever have those? Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. Those are bomb. That's those what I'm saying. Bomb. Those are bomb. Like man. anything. Korean that- barbecue is just oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's baby. Some, that's some in Hawaii. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. The, or, or the um or the um. Mango habanero, those wings. They have, have the mango and the habanero. Woo! I haven't had it at I'm a not good crazy spot. About it. Yeah, I haven't had it at a good spot. I gotta go somewhere that's like with the mango. That, that, that they live, that they live by that. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. You know, yeah. places that I've been to, that I've tried it. I'm not a fan. No, but I'm not giving up on it. All right. See, I'm a, I'm a big fan. If it's anything different than barbecue or buffalo, I'll f- I'll fuck with it. You know. <laughs> well, to Lou to Lou Williams is uh, and, and Lou Williams' defense. The NBA announced that for the last two weeks, the bubble's been COVID-free. Hopefully, it stays that way. Till Lou fucking comes back. You know? <laughs> and that's going to be COVID-free. Going to have some crabs running through there, bro. Oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Hashtag man. chlamydia. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Stids, huh? Hashtag strippers. Stids.
All right. In case you missed it, Michelle Roberts of the uh, Players Association, the uh, NBA Players Association, was asked if things, you know, don't shape up in terms of the pandemic, could she see the NBA season next year? No. Staying in the bubble. No. Is what she said. And I quote, if tomorrow looks like today, I don't know how we can do it differently. According to, uh, to Roberts, tomorrow looks like today. And today we all acknowledge this is not, you know, just Michelle talking. This is the league together with the uh, play association and, and the respective experts saying this is the way to do it. Then that's where we're going to do it. Yeah. I hate to say it, but <laughs> I mean, what's stopping them from not doing that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at what's going on with MLB. You look at the fact that there's still no vaccine. I mean, they're talking about November around that time. That's not enough time for the NBA. Nah. They're talking about the first week of December yeah. to start the next season. They're not talking about Christmas. So, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you to avoid a to avoid a, a potential, you know, breakout? It's true. It's the safest thing. It's true. Very Especially true. if if this continues to go, you know, on and on, and, and by the end, there's still no no um no one testing positive. But we'll see when they open it up, though. See, that's the thing. People start coming in and out. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot less teams uh, in the bubble, but yeah, less, still. Less people. You could still see a breakout. Yeah, true. Less people. But, I mean, if it's working for them, it should work for the for the for uh, their, their family and friends, I guess. No, this doesn't work for me. This does not work for me. Why? No, I they're, don't, still, I, they're still back. No, 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 no. I can't do this. I can do I can pretend. I can pretend like this year. It's whatever, and I can watch basketball without fans. But if there ain't no fans in the goddamn stands... Sean, you will be the first one, the first one, to shit on all over Adam Silver if there was a breakout. And you'd be like, why didn't they just stay in Orlando? It was No, 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 no. He's going to say, see? I told you. <laughs> Rudy go I told you. Rudy. I told you this shit yeah, wasn't going to last. You'll go all the way back to Rudy. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, I told you. You know? It just took a little bit. It was a little bit of delayed reaction, but I told you. Guys, Season canceled. Guys, my my biggest thing is <laughs> I'm never going to guard again. <laughs> I can. I'm. You know what? I, I I I I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you guys. I think the NBA could like when they invite the families to the bubble, they better be in the fucking stands with their masks there, on. There is no stands though. Have you not realized <laughs> these these you know areas that they're playing? There's I mean, no way for people to sit. I mean, no, there's there's seating. I mean, obviously, the media. Like yeah, a, for, like, media, but, like, it's, it's not mid- like... I could deal with a middle school basketball game at this point. <laughs> I could deal with immediate family rooting on their family member. You know, I would love that. Yeah. I would love to hear that in the stands. I want somebody there other than these broadcast. Okay, uh, honestly, Mike Gorman has been great. But I've watched so many basketball games that I've just... Shown me how big of a squid they've hired for their broadcasting. I mean, crew. it's always been like that, man. When I had League Pass, I haven't had League Pass in a while, but I had it for what, a good three, four years, pretty much after Pierce got traded. There's no one even close to Mike Gorman. We are people don't understand how fortunate we are. Like when people talk about uh, complaining about Tommy or Scout, I'm oh like, no, my man. God, if have, you, have you ever heard uh, Denver's team? Like, you ever see those those guys? Oh my God, I watched. <laughs> I watched. What the hell did I watch the other day? It was the. Uh, it was the. Um uh, it was a, it was the Blazers. It was the freaking Blazers thing. <laughs> the guy comes in. He's a bald headed guy with a beard up the. Fr- I was like, and he's just talking regular. I'm like, you have no personality. Yeah. They got freaking like. It's like you. It's like you go back to the '90s, man. It's like these guys have had these. They've had that job. They for a while. Nine, and they're yeah. like, yeah, it works because I know I know everything about the stadium. I know oh, how yeah. to talk about the fans. No, I'm just looking at the game. I got it. Like, <laughs> so, you just reminded me. So like. Back in the good old days, you know, uh, before games, pregame interviews, and the 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 visiting uh, coach 
always does his in the hallway. And before the scrum starts, it's like, you know, when Mike has his one-on-one with Stevens, the, the one-on-one guy gets his one-on-one. He has to do it first so that all of us stand around and then we can start our scrum. And I swear, sometimes it's just like these guys, you know, you don't even see them. They're like, okay, what was this coach waiting for? Wait, wait, wait for the guy. So the guy comes. Oh, there he is. He's just like, okay, you guys ready? Okay. He's just like, hey, man. I said, okay, coach, you know, you ready? Yeah, I'm good. And talking the way we talk right now. And then as soon as the camera comes on, all right, guys, we're back here with the coach. It's just like, yo. That's what like, I mean, bro. <laughs> it's like, yo, the way you were talking before the, the camera have, went on was way better. Like, way more conversational. They have, way no, more, like, they have yeah. no, they have no way to be chill. Right. And like, if I'm going to watch sneakers squeaking, and you talk about basketball and you're trying to be chill, it's like, just do it without the TV voice. Right. Just be like, hey. Like, like pretend that camera guy is not there. Like, you were just talking to all of us, you know, beat writers. You were talking to, a, you know, conversational. Yeah. Some of you those guys what? are like You know that. what I vote for? I vote for the, I vote for Causeway Street Podcast getting a, 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 a one of these gigs, man. One all of these right, preseason no, gigs. That's, that's an awful idea. Why? <laughs> that's an awful idea. You work for the Causeway Street Podcast, bro. No, it's a, to go down to the bubble? Is that what you're saying? No, I said broadcast live. We just we we the way we, the way that everyone else is doing. We it. do it. We do it on the game. We should just do a game. And by the way, back back to the Denver thing too. Why did they have all three yeah. commentators? Yeah, we said it last episode. It's just it's awful. I know. It was awful. Oh, no, if we, if we did that though, if we did that, I think we'd be all right. No, it'd still be bad. Probably be bad, but not as bad. It'll be bad. It's just bad and just a terrible presentation. It'd be bad. Maybe it's I'll, like, maybe, it's I'll like call when, up, maybe I'll call up Leon Pulse so we could have a little bit of no. uh, you know street cred. No, it'd be it'd be worse than the players only because you who who would be who would be the fucking play by play guy here? Not you because you just be like oh my god did you see that? <laughs> Every five seconds oh Jesus and then, then you wouldn't have the mic in front of you. You just be doing this. <laughs> that's, that's what, uh, what, what you, you mean? What you mean? Something like this? <laughs> what you mean? I'd be doing something like this? <laughs> but you know what? We'd be great at it. Because you know who would be play-by-play? You would be play-by-play, Joel. I feel more like a colored commentator than a play-by-play guy. All right, so it would be play-by-play. <laughs> yeah, I'd do it. I got experience with it. It's fun. Yeah, you'd be able to do it? Yeah, definitely. You'd just be the third guy. Hey, guys, reporting down here live. This is Abby Chin. I'd be Abby Chin. I'd be fine with Abby Chin. Job. I think it's way harder to do radio. Because you have to fill that that time, yeah, yeah. those, those right. gaps. You know what? Because no one Maybe can see what's going on. Join yeah. TV, I'd love that. Join Patreon. See the Causeway broadcast next. The first first game out. Never know. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So, shout, uh, shout out to, uh, to 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 Millis, by the way. That's why I used to do my my play by play. Millis High Millis High School. Yo, do you know Joseph the Jayhawks? Uh, Joseph I Barone. I, do, I, do, I hate when people do that. I fucking hate that. No, Mil- he was, oh, I used to work in that brain tree. Oh, do you know uh, uh, Steve uh, Koslowski? I used to do. No, I used no, to do color commentary for the Randolph Blue Devils. Shout out to them. Good squad. Good squad. Hey, you know what? I didn't do any color commentary. Any of, uh, uh, I've never done it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in case you missed it, the Celtics have uh, chosen messages to be worn on the back of their jerseys. All 17 jerseys will have a message regarding social justice. Come on. No response. It. Come on. Say it. Gordon Hayward's definitely racist. <laughs> That's not what I wanted you to say. But why but is he the only one that has the fucking weird shit? Come on, thank man. you. I'm thank not gonna you. lie. It doesn't look good. Indiana. It's not, it's not. It doesn't white look good. White man listen, mustache. Listen, I'm listen. just saying. I'm not saying that's why it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good because you haven't explained yourself. Like you told us all about September, but <laughs> look. you made this decision weeks ago. And look, look. I'm, I'm not saying he had to explain himself, but when the topic does come up, he sort of dodges it. And, no, and when, the topic, not, when the topic came up, 
why not use that time to talk say, you know what, I want to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just, I just, he's I just feel. never brought this up. He's never ever, talked about the Ever. Like, look at some of these, these, uh, these names here. Uh, Grant Williams, equality. What's wrong with that? No, What's wrong with just equality? Seriously, seriously. You know? Yeah, but, you know. And his character, freedom. I mean, we all know why he's saying it, but what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with Gordon put down. Though. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it, but why did he have to be the odd one out of the group? Hey, that's a big part of this. You know, systemic racism, that it starts in the schools. You know, he, he's on, he's on point. Yeah. In one way, it's just surprising, and I'm just surprised he hasn't explained himself. You know, I'm just surprised. I'm not. No, 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 no. And I, don't I know, be, and I know you, you're joking around with nah, the racist. Thing I'm not. Before. I'm not. I'm joking around about the racist, but he's definitely a Republican. Wasn't right. going to go there, but yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Why did the NBA allow education reform to sneak in there for the white people? For the Republicans. For the Republicans. <laughs> like honestly, honestly. No, no one's going to say uh, uh, the right to bear arms, right? Um. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, that's I it. I missed that one. That's it. For I missed this, that uh, one. Magic City. But you know what? You know what? Edition though? of in you case you missed though? it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a damn right. Put this motherfucking shit on my on my list. Anyone ever talks about education reform? <laughs> that means you don't care. I don't say no, I'm, not, I'm not going that far. I'm no, just I'm saying, going like, that far. I'm going I'm like, that I'm far. Reading, I'm reading all the what is you know, education? I'm reading all the messages, and then we're just like going ahead with you know. I was just like, hmm. what does education reform mean? It just made me go, hmm. You know? What does education reform mean to a Republican? Somebody should ask him. I don't know. One's probably going to ask him. But you know what it means? Oh, it that's means definitely that coming up. What are you talking about? I hope so. I'm just, I feel of course. like, Damn I, feel like right. some of these, I feel like some of these questions that, you know. Hey, we could drop 50 points. That would be my first question. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's you, though. I'm talking about some of these people that they ask these fucking stupid questions on, you know, on these media sessions. I'm like, really? Like, come on, man. Whatever, dude. Yeah, actually, man. no, that's a lie, though. If you drop fifty, I, I would. That would be my first question. But I would bring it up. I would bring it up. So you know, follow us on all social media accounts, platforms, and all that good stuff. At Causeway Street, check out CausewayStreet.com for your uh, Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. And for the second week in a row, hashtag education reform. No justice for Breonna Taylor. Yes. Yeah, man. Arrest those cops, okay? Fucking March. <laughs> Freaking chilling on the beach with beautiful women. Come on, man. Arrest them. I know. Not, and they ain't Arrest even, I hear them. that. At least if they got infected with COVID, maybe something. But no, that's not even happening to them. No. I'm with that. Hashtag justice. You know, even if even if Gordon Hayward put justice on this thing. <laughs> I would have been more happy with that. I'm not trying to beat up on Hayward. No, no, I'm not either. But it's just I, mean, I am because I'm to white, do just, man. To I'm do just point, though. To do just point. <laughs> if you're down for the cause, you're down for the cause. Right. You don't put education reform on your shit. Or just don't do it at all. There are so many white nah, people. That would have been worse. If he didn't do it, if he's the only if he player, just Hayward, it's just Hayward. And the other 16 players that have, you know, messages and he's just like, oh, he is the, he, yeah. would, he would be the only one. He would have right? been there because no, everyone did. Everyone did. Everyone did. Yeah, yeah, did no, it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. You know, Jalen, Jalen had a uh, liberation. Yeah. Not bad. You know, uh, we got Tatum here. Obviously, Black Lives Matter. Daniel Tice, Black Lives Matter. Here's my thing. He's fucking, he's from Germany. So he's, he's seen, I have he's too many, seen racism in Europe. It'd be funny if Joel was like, Javante Green, all lives matter. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> what? 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 Javante Green? Why did the ed- why did why did why did education reform make the cut? He said enough, by the way. <laughs> that would have been why did, edu- been great. No, why did education enough. reform make the cut? I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this on I Patreon. Have no answers for <laughs> me. None. Yeah. After show. Guys, I'm and once as, again I'm, follow I'm, us and subscribe to our Patreon page. You know what though? You know what though? As as a white person, as a white person who supports the cause, who I tried everything to do to make sure that, you know, that pisses me off. I hate. Pisses me off. Because if you're gonna, if you're it gonna piss me off, I just again, it just made me just go. No, it's a cop out. 
Like, it pissed me off. No, piss me off, just man. Just a tilt of the head for me. Just a tilt of the head, like, really? Is it really that bad to put Black Lives Matter on your jersey if you I believe don't know. it? Ask Robin. I don't know. Ask her. That's yeah, Robin. <laughs> Guy's a poser. <laughs> Add it to the list of reasons why you don't want to. There we go. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That shit, that shit pisses me off, bro. But I was put at that. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. All right, next week, we out. Later.